Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caroline's Marketing Podcast. My name is Caroline Dunn, and I'm here to bring you my stories and interests in marketing. Today's episode is going to be called The Importance of Metrics in Marketing. Now, if you are following me, my last podcast was about marketing geeks versus cool kids. And I talked about starting my career in marketing and working with quote unquote, the cool kids, captain of the cheerleaders, president of the student body. And I think what I neglected to say is even back then, they were very metrics driven. They counted how many hits they got, how many sales they got, how much revenue they brought in for the company. But being cool was always first and foremost. But let's delve into metrics and analytics in marketing in this episode. Now, if you know me, I am classically trained as an electrical engineer, so I can be very analytical. But I think it's really a balance between the creative side and the analytics that really makes a great marketer. And I think in a future podcast, I'll probably go into the art and science of marketing. But for today, let's just focus on analytics and the science of marketing. Now, I told you that this podcast was going to be, you know, stories about my career in marketing. And today I'm going to talk to you about one particular instance. Now, in this scenario, I am the product director and I'm working with marketing communications. And as the product director, I am the ultimate owner of P&L, profit and loss responsibilities for the company for my product line. Now, when I started this job, I had one sole focus and that was mobile video. And I had two peers. One was in charge of professional services and I had a peer who was in charge of small object delivery or the overall CDN content delivery network product. And without getting too far into it, times were a little bit tough at that point and they ended up doing a round of layoffs. And in that round of layoffs, they laid off first the professional services director. And once they did that, they gave me all of her work. So now I was director of not only mobile video, but I also had professional services. And then another round of layoffs came about and now I was in charge of CDN content delivery network and professional services and mobile video. But this podcast isn't about reorgs. This podcast is about marketing analytics. But I do want to put it in perspective in that times were lean at this point and there was a lot of office politics at play. And the question came about, should we be doing professional services at all? And you might think that having taken on two peer responsibilities, I would look into what things we could stop doing. And in terms of professional services, it really looked like a very bad business case from the outside looking in. And the question started coming out, should we be doing professional services? And I say at first glance that it didn't look like a good business case. The way professional services works is that we hire an outside firm to provide a set of services in relationship to the core products that we are selling this client. For example, if a client purchased CDN services and they needed to link their website to our CDN and didn't have that technical expertise to do that, we would subcontract to a third party to perform that work. 
Now, these subcontractors are pretty pricey, but we still need to make some sort of margin on the deal to cover our overhead costs, to cover sales commissions, et cetera, et cetera. At first glance, when you calculate in our overhead costs and our sales commissions, it looks like a very bad deal. We are essentially at a break even with professional services. Why would we continue to do this? Let's stop it. But I wanted to investigate this beyond just the surface, beyond looking at professional services by itself. Why were we even doing professional services in the first place? Well, it is to help our customers get on our CDN product in the first place. We weren't in the business of doing professional services for the sake of doing professional services as a standalone product. It was always in conjunction with our CDN product. That led me to dig a little deeper and I created a report. I started pulling all of the data, comparing how much in CDN services in the CDN product that they used per month. And I came up with an average monthly spend on our CDN product devoid of professional services. Then I looked at our customers who didn't buy professional services from us and how much they spent on a monthly basis with us. And it was shocking. Our professional services clients spent two to three times more per month on our CDN product than our clients who did not use our professional services. Now, when I first showed this report to my leadership at the company, they thought I had made a math mistake a miscalculation. They said, Caroline, what you're doing is you are adding in professional services and inflating your numbers to make them look good. And I had to show them, I had to prove to them, I had removed the amount of money they spent on professional services, put it in a different bucket and said, this is professional services, we're at a break even for this. Now, you also have to consider professional services is generally a one-shot deal where they pay for it just to get onto our platform and then they're on our platform forever. That makes them a more sticky customer as well. Now, that wasn't even calculated in it. This was purely a metrics report on how much CDN spend they did per month professional services clients versus non-professional services clients, apples to apples comparison of what they spent purely on that CDN product. Slice and dice it any way you want to. Professional services clients, not counting the amount of money they spent on professional services, spent two to three X the amount of non-professional services clients on a monthly basis. This was a huge revelation for the company. Nobody had sat down to do that analysis before I did. Professional services went from something that we despised doing to something that we loved doing, realizing how much revenue, specifically pure profits that it created for our company on our core products. Without digging into the data, we would have stopped doing professional services and hurt our own company in the process. The end of the story is that we ended up putting more emphasis on professional services and actually hiring a new headcount to manage our professional services business. Thank you for listening to my podcast this week. This is Caroline Dunn, and this is Caroline's Marketing Podcast. I'll see you next time.